Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. In the next three talks together, let's you and I look at the three separate things that will stop a leader's growth, what they are, and how to grow past them and into becoming a better leader. The first, fear of failure. Now, this is an unfounded, irrational fear that we will not get something right and succeed. It makes me, you, and I feel and believe that we cannot learn to be competent at something and leads to procrastination and a self-fulfilling prophecy of negative results. The very failures we fear, we then experience. Early on in the home of our sometimes neurotic parents, or at school, or on sporting teams, we can learn that imperfection in the attempt to do something new leads to criticism, or shame, or in the worst cases, punishment. Dr. McClellan's research shows that this fear develops between five and nine years of age. Other PhD studies show that a person's effectiveness decreases as performance anxiety increases. Fear of failure is caused by our perception of adverse consequences like shame and a loss of approval or a poor reputation among those around us. For example, in youth sports like baseball and softball, boys and girls experience harsh reminders of their effort when they strike out or miss catching the ball. They receive condemnation, not encouragement, which they internalize as a bad feeling when they attempt to learn something. Later in life, and without even understanding their reaction, they associate this early pain with future endeavors and new learning situations. Their self-confidence plummets for any new adventure or possibility that might appear. As an assistant coach of a baseball team, I watched the head coach berate his son over missing ground balls even though he was giving his best. No encouragement, just shame in front of his teammates. His mother approached me on the sideline and said, Save my son. She was not just thinking about today, but tomorrow as well. You see, even in the face of encouragement, some of us, because of an innate bent toward not making mistakes, tend to self-judge ourselves with a critical focus. Those with this tendency work at being perfect and okay. They use mistake indicators and different rules of measurement to give themselves a nail-biting feeling of dread. What this causes is a fear of risk or change or of trying something new. People who fear failure avoid the realistic up-and-down progress required for getting better at anything. They do not seek improvement and they remain within the status quo. In this state of not improving, things break down further in and around them. This happens because they do not develop the skills with which to handle the difficulties that confront them. Therefore, even if they possess great intelligence, they keep away from additional responsibilities. They do not work to set and achieve goals because they fear being hurt in the effort, and they possess a lack of belief in their own capabilities to overcome and succeed. From early in life and through school, children and adults allow others or their failures to identify them as stupid, 
unattractive, lazy, or a myriad of other names. They allow the names to stick deep within them and to keep them from growing into more and more adult capabilities. In doing so, they lose optimism. They lose a brave heart. This can even lead some of them to addictions and to being stuck. The sad thing is that the labels are false and without merit and are just accepted. Now, to coach someone away from this fear, we help them change their false thinking about success, achievement, failure, and themselves. We teach them to understand that failure is a learning experience and that they need many failures or misses to learn anything well. And we help them understand their need to stop passing judgment on themselves based on missing targets, losing, or making mistakes. So be specific and tell them about the character traits and the kind of person, sales rep, or leader you see them becoming. Also, give simple affirmations for them to say to help change their cognitive and untrue beliefs about themselves. These simple statements will help them eliminate the fear of failure and establish a new identity for themselves. A person can do this by saying affirmations to themselves to remind them of their new identity. Have them say them 50 times a day, and you may need to say some of these. Ones like, when I see something that needs to be done, I do it now. I am a professional, respected person capable of earning a respected professional income. I am a physically fit person with high energy for goal achievement. I enjoy leading people. They enjoy a better life. I am passionate about working toward my long-term goals and future. Now, these types of affirmations will help remind you or the people that you lead to begin to behave in a manner consistent with their new identity and with how they want to live and influence others. We mentor them by encouraging them to fail in the direction of their dreams. By telling our own stories of struggle and improvement, we provide a non-judgmental environment. And these personal stories and those of other transformed leaders and reps help them know that success is an up-and-down journey that inches us forward into habits of excellence. And they borrow optimism from us. We teach them to adjust their thinking and replace it with affirmations of the kind of person, leader, or rep they want to become. We encourage them to make lots of mistakes, and to make tuning adjustments until they are pitch perfect, which in doing so helps them to develop new skills which will make them successful as a sales rep, a leader, and a person. When we coach in this way, we expect honesty, which we show as well, and we expect their best effort at what we mentor and teach them to do. We let them know they will make mistakes and that as long as the effort is there, we will not pound on them or berate them for results. We provide the praise, encouragement, recognition, and repetitive lessons that each person requires based on their need. They provide the effort. I'm going to finish with some things that exceptional leaders want to tell us about fear. And the first one is from Henry Ford. One of the greatest discoveries a person makes, one of his greatest surprises, is to find that they can do 
what they are afraid they could not do. And Rosa Parks said, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. And Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave person is not the one who does not feel afraid, but the person who conquers that fear. Babe Ruth said, never let the fear of striking out get in your way. Of course, he knew he had more strikeouts than just about anyone else. And Ralph Waldo Emerson, I want to finish with this one. When we go out today, do the thing we fear, and the death of fear is certain. I want you to know that you can get better. You can become a better leader, and the people that you lead can be better salespeople. And they need your help. They need to borrow your optimism. So give it to them and help them pass this fear, this fear of failure, and help them have the self-confidence that they can make plenty of mistakes and they can grow and learn and become a salesperson who achieves their goals or certainly makes progress toward those goals and gets better each and every day. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.